Hi, I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. And this isn't your dad's podcast. It's not your mom's podcast. It's not your baby's podcast either. It's not your dog's podcast. It's not your mailman's podcast. It's not your bank teller's podcast. It's not your uncle's podcast. It's not the corner store employee's podcast. It's not that stranger that you made lingering eye contact on the train with and you're not sure if it was sexual or not's podcast. This is the third space. Kevin. Jeremy. Thank God. It yeah. is Friday. It is Friday for us recording. That's right. Not for when... I, it might be when you're listening. It's Friday somewhere. <laughs> it's always Friday somewhere. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> the next the next time somebody is like, see you this day, you're like, it's always Friday somewhere. Just to do that to somebody and see how they react. Thank God it's always Friday somewhere. Yeah. My hot new restaurant. <laughs> Aren't you going to get sued? No, it's different. No, it's dumb. <laughs> Why would they sue me? It's so dumb. Why, why would they sue me when I'm basically giving them free publicity? Why, why would they sue me when I'm an idiot? <laughs> I think the question then becomes, why wouldn't they sue you if you're an idiot? <laughs> They're guaranteed to win. <laughs> oh, man, it's like slapping a baby. It is like slapping a baby. All right. Thank God it's Friday. Is You wanted to go something with that or just... No, that, that was just my the intro I decided to do today. Is that... <laughs> that's, that's how I decided to introduce this bit. <laughs> I mean, that that's fair enough. It's either that God or there's Friday. an ongoing series that we do at the beginning of podcasts, which is things people do on airplanes that irritate Jeremy. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, no, I think we can avoid that for yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Because I can tell you. So, yeah, we are recording on a different day yeah. uh, that we don't record on. Not that it affects you, the listener, in any way, but it does affect Jeremy. It does. I also asked him to try to record, like, a little bit later than we would in the day, yeah. and I'm now going to tell him why. Jeremy. Yes, Kevin. I've had two hours of sleep. Oh, great. Yes. And those two hours was 1 p.m. <laughs> to 3 p.m. Oh, I see. Yes. I see. Because it is the end of uh, the National Novel Writing Month, mm. and I got really far behind for like you know leaving my job and trying to find new jobs and a whole bunch of other stuff. And yeah, I'm like, oh man, today's the last day. I really do want to get this done because you know why set out a goal if you're not gonna? Yeah, well, you got to try do, to achieve it. Yeah, do your best to, to to achieve it. Um, so so you've sacrificed your health and well being. <laughs> Now, now let's be clear, Jeremy. No, what I have done is offset my health and well-being. Oh, okay. I, yesterday, yeah. I woke up at 7 p.m. Oh, okay. I see. And then... then the, I see. The, so you've just ruined any sense of normalcy the night in your be, schedule. became my day. No, it's still the night. Well, it became my day, though. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> That's just when you were awake. It did not I, become day. <laughs> when I close my blinds, who's to tell me what time it is? Other mm, than the clocks. clocks. <laughs> Other, I said, other than the clock. Well, uh, the TV, your computer. And, and I was like, oh, okay, I could probably do this. This will be fine. And then, like, as the day wore on, and I was really not sleepy, I'm like, oh, man, Jeremy's going to be over here. I wonder if I can get another hour out of this. Because <laughs> I need 
to have some. So I'm I'm running on fumes here. You're running on that good, good, tired juice. Yeah, and when you leave, I'm going to go onto the couch you're sitting on. And sleep. And sleep there. Okay. My sleep couch. Mm. Yeah. Tasty. That's where my feet are. Oh, great. On your butt side. Well, at least your feet are on my butt and not my face. <laughs> Um, I mean, but I, I, I mean, also technically you probably don't want to have your head where my butt was. Yeah. I mean, that's why I have a pillows as well. You put them down where the butts would go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what pillows are for. You don't want a butt to face ratio. You want that number to be zero. I don't want a hot, yeah. High butt to face <laughs> ratio. <laughs> Cause then, then I become a butt face. I, I will say that most people have more butt to face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, butts no, are generally I, bigger than faces. But you but you normally don't want that rate. Like, the thing is that the butt-to-face ratio is when they get close to each other. Yeah. Like, in the same proximity, how much butt-to-face there is. Oh, well, I guess that's true. Yeah, because there's, there's the Not butt. Not necessarily a size correlation, a distance correlation. Yeah, because when you get about 50-50, you become a butt-face. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, just a rude thing to call someone. Uh when you're leaning more towards the the fa- the, uh, the the face side, I think you're going to become a butthead. Yeah, so remember when you're going to insult somebody with either butt face or butt head to know the specifics. Yeah, you have to make sure that you're scientifically correct. <laughs> that's or the else... point. That's the, what's the point of insults without being scientifically correct? Yeah, just make sure you're technically accurate. <laughs> and then what are they going to? What are they going to do? They're going to accept it. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, you're you... right. Well, you got me by according to the ratio. I, I see am your a... math is sound. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Good job showing your work. <laughs> I will 80%. This. I will accept um, this insult with grace, <laughs> said someone on the internet. Never. never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that was the opening. <laughs> that was the, that, we haven't gone that far off the rails in a while. No, um, <laughs> we were talking about stuff. We were. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. What's our topic today? Well... Our topic is a video game loved and hated and across the world across the world by uh parents everywhere yeah by the rate it it created the rating system for video games yeah because someone looked at it and went that's not the same as Mario <laughs> and they were right hold on a second <laughs> that's not Mario that, yep they they definitely uh, were correct in that. These people are killing each other. Yeah, today we're talking about Mortal Kombat. Specifically, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat tournament. Now, there's a lot There's a lot of things you could take from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You know, like the ninjas with superpowers, or four-armed people, or, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The fact, the fact that you that in the, in the Laziums, you can have absolutely... Like, lethal damage happened to you, but it's not lethal unless if your damage bar has gone down. Yeah, yeah. Because with their x-ray attacks, there's one where the guy just stabs him through the face. Yeah, that would kill somebody. Okay. But we're not not taking any of that. We're taking one thing and one thing only. And that is that there are three dimensions. There's, like, the god dimension, the outer realm, and the earth dimension. Yeah. Yes, I think eventually it becomes those dimensions. Uh, in like by the time I think the first game happens, I, I'm weirdly in on the Mortal Kombat lore, mostly because I specifically remember Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Is that the one? I don't know, but I'm not finished telling everyone the the our, our topic. Okay, sorry, keep going. And of these three realms, there are martial arts tournaments to decide who's in charge. <laughs> 
So that's the reality we're working with. There are multiple dimensions, and we decide who's in charge by having martial arts tournaments. Okay. All right. How does this change the world, Kevin? Well, I mean, martial arts is very important. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's only important to have a few good martial artists. Yeah. It's not important to have a ton of martial artists. No, you only need one. Yeah. And maybe some backups. Yeah. In case that one gets, like, cholera yeah, you, or something. You need, you need like, Johnny Cage <laughs> yeah, you to need, be a backup. Yeah, you need the backup there just in case. You just teach him how to dick punch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just punch him in the dick. Doesn't that seem unfair? Jesus Christ. you know what we're doing here? <laughs> punch him in the dick. Look, do you want Daryl to be in charge of here? He's been in the out realm for, like, seven years. There is a character named Daryl. Is there? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I think it was like, I, not spelled the way you would expect Daryl to be spelled. Okay. But. Well, that's his other brother. There's a K in there somewhere, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. There's also like Dak. <laughs> it's like Dakin and something. There's Jax. So in, there's Jax. He, he's jacked. Well, he does have robot arms. Yeah. I think originally they were plating or something. So the, the so you say three realms. So uh, I think if I remember correctly from the, uh. Uh, which one was that? I don't think it's Armageddon. I think Armageddon's the brothers um, in the main story mode. Maybe. There's one story mode where you play essentially this guy, and you play throughout his life, effectively, until he gets old. Oh, okay. Um, Shujinku or something. Anyway, he uh, he goes to all the realms, and so there's, like, so there's Earth, and then there's, it's a, then essentially he goes through the, the alignment system oh, of I D&D. See. I see. Like, he goes to a world of absolute order. Then he goes to the world of absolute chaos. Uh, then he goes to, like, Outworld and the Nether Realm. Yeah. Uh, and... Oh, I guess, yeah, there is the Nether Realm. Yeah, there's a Nether Realm. Specifically because of Scorpion. Nether Realm is, specific, Nether Realm is essentially hell, though. Yeah. So, I don't think... Yeah. And I don't... I think in the original one, it was just, like, there's Outworld. And Outworld hasn't won a Mortal Kombat tournament in forever because they're, they're shitty. Yeah. Uh... And them winning would suck. It would suck. It would, would suck. It would mean the end of the franchise. <laughs> uh, they won. Nobody else to fight now. Um, and then uh, Raiden is the sort of like overarching cool dude of Earth. It's the way I described him right then. Well, I believe he's a god who was like, no, we got to help these mortals and decided <laughs> to become more human. Uh yeah, I think I think it's a pretty good way to describe him. Yeah. Is that, essentially he is on humanity's side yeah. in this in this tournament. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we could So, the weird thing with talking about anything where it's like, oh, they're having fighting tournaments to decide who's in charge yeah. is that that's kind of that's very similar to the way we've, we humanity has done things already except instead of it, it being, you know, a tournament system, it's like a war. Yeah, but now well, we have like it's a tournament system and it's martial arts. Okay, so let's imagine instead right now, okay, of of it being interdimensionally. Let's just imagine it being like a bunch of neighborhoods in a city. Okay, so there's like a oh, city. we're gonna Power Rangers this. We're gonna Power Ranger a little bit. Okay, um, we're, it's it's we're, it's not the um gotcha. So they have community centers. It's not the Sentai one. No, it's not the Sentai one. <laughs> it's not because the Sentai one is battling groups. This one is that there's like. You know, like Kensington and yeah. Inglewood, yeah. and they all have a champion. Yeah, okay, who battles the other districts? Uh, okay, 
This is sounding a lot like the Super Sentai episode. N- no. Yeah, because what happens when somebody wins one of the tournaments? Well, they're in charge of the other districts. That's right. So their district grows and they become a super group, Kevin. <laughs> well, no, because the, the Sentai ones, if you remember correctly, we specifically mentioned that anyone who could get access to a community center could be it. Oh, that's and true. You, and you can 100% mess with them. Yeah. And, well, you can mess with them in the mall. Con- There's some sort of, like, overarching, like, body like governing body that's like hey you're cheating and then you get blown out of existence mm. there's no there is there's some sort of like i remember i think the plot of uh, well one of, i think the only the only thing that's it, they don't like kill you they just remove you from the tournament you're disqualified i think they they might kill you depending on the infraction level i just remember there is the plot of one of the games where you're essentially proving that someone cheated in this tournament of death. Yeah. And the uh, the eternal judges are like, hey, that's not fair. Hey. 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 Hey, you cheated with our rules. This is a serious tournament we of were, people killing each we other. We made these rules so we could enjoy entertainment. <laughs> and you broke them. This is to decide who's in charge. Now it's not fair. <laughs> I think what we're going to do... Is we're going to take you, and we're going to kill you. You're right. You're going oh, to the <laughs> Nether Realm. Actually, you know what they do? They just imprison them for like we're going to prison you for a hundred years. So see you in a hundred years. Bye. I'm sure you won't be as angry then. <laughs> Don't try to cheat again. <laughs> <laughs> and Raiden's like, this is bullshit. Yeah, Raiden's like, no, fucking kill them. <laughs> He's done it before. Yeah. He does it every single time. Every time he gets out, he tries the same thing. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. We have a pretty good rehabilitation policy. <laughs> we put him in a rock and they don't even know that. <laughs> we, we put him in a rock where they're aware. Yeah. Yeah. For 100 years. They're Just most- think of all the cool stories you could think up. <laughs> stories about dogs. Stories about cats. Raiden's like, oh, why? who came up with this system? Hey, well, it's funny you asked that because we were talking about it and then this blue bald guy came by. <laughs> Sorry, what? Dr. Manhattan. No, I got it. <laughs> I was just thinking about the way we're portraying these like eternal judges and it's basically like in line with how we portrayed Dr. Manhattan. Well, let's be clear. The eternal judges who, who went along, who had the thought process of being like, okay, so all these realms are warring with each other. What are, how are we going to make sure they don't destroy everything? Oh, we'll just make a couple of them fight to the death. Oh, they de- will definitely solve all problems. That's right. We'll make them, we'll make them, you know, kill each other. Yeah, whoever wins, they're in charge. And everyone else will just agree with that. Yeah. Because they won in a tournament. We're the eternal judges. One of them won in a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> we also won't tell Earth it's happening. <laughs> we'll tell the other realms, though. It's okay. I'm sure they'll figure it out. <laughs> well, I think part of that's Raiden's fault is being like, uh, most of the humans cannot know for it will, I don't know. Yeah, Raiden, Make them upset. Yeah, Raiden's like, most people can't handle this shit. I'm just going to go to the Shaolin Temple and tell them. Because I feel like, once again, in the game, it's not Armageddon. I'm thinking about it more now. It might be Deception. It's Deception. Um, in Mortal Kombat Deception, as you're going around to all the realms throughout your life, uh, I'm pretty sure every other realm is like, oh yeah, the Mortal Kombat tournament. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but Earth is like, what? 
what do you mean? What do you mean somebody's going to be in charge that can punch somebody the hardest? <laughs> I don't know if that means that Earth has just been winning all of them because Raiden has been like... Yeah, Ra- Raiden's been like basically like getting a ringer every single time <laughs> and putting him in the tournament. And putting him through the Rocky tournament. But here's, here's the th- important thing to mention about this tournament. Yeah. It's always only two sides. There's only two sides, right? Because there's fighters from multiple, like multiple fighters from Earth, and multiple fighters from the other place. I think, I think the story as as it comes down to is that Outworld has been invading the other. Yeah. Because yeah. there's also like Eternia, because Eternia is where Katana and Jade and Prince and, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's called Eternia. Okay, like. That's also where, like, Sindel and... It's actually a bunch of women in, like, bondage gear. Oh, okay. That's pretty much their main I outfit. I see. They're they're eternally horny. That's no. why it's called Eternia? No, they're mostly just eternally... Why would they be in that gear, I then? I think they might be part of Outworld and then Shao Kahn invade... Once again, as I said, I'm half remembering <laughs> the... I want to make this clear, Jeremy. I'm half remembering the plot <laughs> to Mortal Kombat. The plot. To this game that has a plot. <laughs> okay. Well, here. And not the new ones, which actually have a plot. I know that you're enjoying half remembering. I don't know if I am. But the truth is, is that the lore is not that important because we don't even, we're not necessarily even dealing with specifically those dimensions. Okay. Right? We're dealing with a world where there's other dimensions. And there's a tournament to decide who's in charge of those dimensions. Well, that's why I like the idea of us imagining it like a city with a with some district. Yeah, yeah. Is because then we can sort of help understand that these are not, you know, nether realm and things like that. But specifically how things can get to that point. Because you have to imagine that if some sort of, like, god came down and was, like, you know, chose a district. It's like, Forest Lawn will yeah. be the one that I have decided... And if that one just keeps winning, you can imagine so in one edition some just being like, all right, well, I'm going to rule this this you know dystopian. Well, yeah, but hold on, Kevin. Yeah? Because now I've got to throw some lore at you. Okay. There's a couple things I know. All right. One. Yeah? The Mortal Kombat tournament is basically an invasion war. Yeah. And so when Earth wins, they're not in charge of the other dimension. They just... Don't get taken over. Yeah, they don't get invaded. They don't get invaded. Yeah. Right? So that's basically there's always going to be an aggressor and a defender. Okay. And when and you... the second thing I have okay. to throw out is that in the lore, and this is one of the few things I know for certain. Yeah. If you win the tournament, whatever like world you win over becomes part of your world. It's like absorbed. It stops being in a different dimension. And that's if you're the aggressor. Though. If you're the aggressor. Yeah, that's how Outworld has been. That's how Outworld took Eternia? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I looked that up over the break. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't keep saying Eternia. You've been watching some Shira? I've been Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, well, that changes it, Jeremy. It's not just you know these uh, these eternal uh, eternal gods just being like, "Why don't you guys fight each other?" Yeah, it's when when one group decides to take over another group. Yeah, maybe it's not even interdimensionally. Maybe it's just like group to group. When that happens, uh, the eternal arbiters come down. Yeah, and they're like, 
Well, I think especially if one group is way overpowered, yeah. they're like, hold on, this isn't fair. We're going to have a fair contest that is fight to the death. <laughs> and remember, if you win and you get absorbed, no take backsies. <laughs> What oh. what if um, what if uh, the what if what if us the defenders win? Oh well, uh, I guess they can try again in about a hundred years. <laughs> but only once every hundred years, unless they can find a loophole in this giant book. <laughs> oh man, the giant book only has one page. The rest are just recipes for ginger beef. I love ginger beef. Oh man, we're gonna have some ginger beef tonight. <laughs> All right, remember no take backsies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought not even that great for the aggressor who's like so we have this huge army to invade yeah, this no, world. Yeah, it, no, it's shitty. Yeah. Though I think they still have to the, the thing is that I feel like I feel like what it may be is that it may be that the aggressor it's not even that they get to take the world. They just can at that point invade it. Yeah. It's not even like then it's done. Like, we have to give up. No, it's just that at that point, you're allowed to invade it, which they have such a huge army. Well, you know, and they have magic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, Outworld. I will. mean, even if something gets absorbed into your dimension, yeah. all the people that are opposing you are still there. Yes. So you still have to deal with that, absolutely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, so what happens, I guess, is that if there's an aggressor and they are obviously more powerful than the other group, then the well, pa- also, also if they are separated by some sort of very distinct boundary, right? Yeah, like yeah. A fence? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I I think this has to be bigger than fences, Kevin. <laughs> I I I like okay, like an ocean. Then I like the I. Well, I think that if we take it and we actually put it down into one world, yeah. The thing is that if we do in the, in if we do in the the way Mortal Kombat, Kombat does it, where there's another universe, is that we're yeah. we're just talking about Mortal Kombat. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's let's try it then. Let's put it down to one world. Okay, so bring it down to one world. One vision. Um. So if you so you have to be aware, I guess, that if you are going to try to invade another country, yeah, occupy another country. Here's a question, Kevin. Yeah. Because I don't think there are countries in this world, not in the same way. Well. Because we have to think about the genesis of the beginning of this in this one world, right? Okay. And I think what happens is that it has to start with tribes or settlements. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're a tribe. You're a tribe. That's the first instance of two factions. Not just yeah. a couple people fighting. Yeah. Right? So Then, when, then a, when a bigger tribe lad has you know grown quite well, yeah. goes to try to take over another tribe. Yeah. Um, especially in an aggressive way, if they just peacefully are like, "Hey, you want to join our team?" Yeah, <laughs> we're not shitty. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, um, I noticed that you have a lot of people who are good at weaving silk. Um, well, we are really good at farming. So, do you want to join together and we can have clothes and food? Well, we got a shitload of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm covered in spiders. Come join me. Um, you make silk. I am a spider man. <laughs> <laughs> not the spider-man no a spider-man yeah, there's one like of, one of many kombat. yeah uh, there's, there's a bee woman in mortal kombat whose name is devora okay like devour yeah mm. <laughs> i got you okay cool picking up what you're putting down yeah all right um because i think that's the genesis of it yeah, well, yeah, and then you essentially you get these groups that are getting bigger and bigger and bigger as they're absorbing and things like that. Yeah. But the funny thing is that if you 
are in a group and you just have one person who is so damn good at martial arts. I mean, here's the thing. It very quickly becomes important to have that person. Yeah. Right? So clearly there's there's going to be like different ways of governing these tribes. Yeah. Right? Or city-states eventually probably. Um, but it's important for you to have a person that you sink resources into to make them great at fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because in that case, it doesn't matter how small or how, like, like how, I guess, weak of a, of a group you are. Yeah. If you just have that one person who's real good, real good being things up, then like, it doesn't matter if, you know, the if the Roman Empire descends upon you. If you know, if you've the, got Bruce Lee, yeah. If the power cosmic comes down, it's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we're gonna fight in a tournament. <laughs> we're gonna you. Everybody pick five people. <laughs> like you don't care about the, you just care about the one. Yeah. Okay. I feel like. I mean, the thing is, it's a fight to the death. I'm also confusing the game and the movie. Yeah. And the movie, the movie has that as a secret. Yeah. That they're just like, oh, a fighting tournament, but. <laughs> be like, no, if you lose this tournament, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, pick pick your people. We'll go in a bracket system. That's right. Then, uh, you know, if, 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 if you win, you got to keep them. Or you got to try to keep them. Yeah. And if you win, well, you better, you know, no take backsies. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to have some ginger beef. Oh, oh! I think it's. T- I think there's multiple of them. I think a group. I think we're talking as a group, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, there's like five. I imagine them as the um, was it the Watchers from Marvel? The really tall guys with the big heads. Oh, I didn't imagine that at all. What'd you imagine? I just imagine like a bunch of like cloaked figures, <laughs> where like when they speak, there's like a little light that comes out, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that works too. I like that too. Yeah, works as well. Um. Okay, so my question is this, Kevin. Yeah. Because there are no take backsies. Yeah. Eventually everything would become unified, right? Well, I think you have a hundred years. Well, yeah, between two factions. But like let's say I'm a really aggressive faction, right? Yeah. I go to one tribe and I lose and I go shit and I go to the next tribe and I lose and I go shit and I go to the next <laughs> tribe and I win and I go, Yes. <laughs> right? Like because there are there would be lots of multiple factions. I mean, you, you can't challenge that tribe again for a hundred years. Yeah, I mean that, that's true. I th- I think in the concept of moral moral combat, Earth is just the last holdout. Yeah. So they're just like, well, we didn't get that one. Let's let's go to Eternia. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> oh dang, we got we got to do it when he's not here. <laughs> when he's off hanging out with Man at Arms, or the one who has a skunk tail. For the honor of Grayskull. Ah, oh, god damn it! There's another one with a magic sword. Ah, damn it! God damn it! I don't want to. I don't. Let's go to the other Eternia. <laughs> the one, the one with all the half naked. Yes, women. leave for you will never take Eternia from me, Skeletor. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, let's go to the one with all the half naked women. That seems a little bit easier to deal with. And don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, the crossover we've all been looking for. Uh, yes. Masters of the Universe and Mortal Kombat. Uh, yes, Kevin. I'm, I'm very excited to see, um, Prince Adam with all his rippling muscles pull someone's heart out. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, you know, he has all those muscles and he doesn't use them for anything, like, super aggressive. No. Cause, cause, you know, normally with the animation style of that one, he would, like, kick him. Here, here, some good here's, kicks. here's the thing, Kevin. When you think about the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, yeah. universe, yeah, um, the stuff that they showed in like comics and animation is not how that world would work. <laughs> you mean you mean to be more close to like Conan the Barbarian? Yeah, like a bloody swords and <laughs> yeah, sorcery. Yes, it would. That's absolutely the way. It I would mean, be. I mean, Adam is dressed like Conan the Barbarian. Exactly. He should be pulling horses' heads off. Yeah. So. Would I love to see a Mortal Kombat and He-Man and the Masters of the Universe crossover? Really? Yes, absolutely I would. Really, he, really, He-Man is just a swords and sorcery style world for kids. Yeah. Because you still have the evil sorcerer. Yeah. Both Skeletor and Evelyn, I want to say. is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Vothun? I think it's Evelyn. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and then you have the good guys are, you know, just these hulking muscle men, muscle people. Yeah. And then eventually they were like, wait, we can do this for girls too." She-Ra. Yes. Um, and the princesses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Man. So, yeah, no, I can see that. that like, yeah, over time you would get to the same. The. The Mortal Kombat world setup yeah. is the way that this world will reach eventually because yeah. one group just hyper aggressive will yeah. just keep pushing, but then 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 there will be a holdout and and if that holdout does just have a really strong person every one hundred years, every hundred years, <laughs> then I th- I think that's the reason why what Outworlds like what they're like it's almost like a propaganda minister because yeah. he goes into Earth and it's like there's no tournament what are you talking about yeah. Oh, don't worry nope. about it. Nobody get ready for this. <laughs> Definitely don't send your strongest fighters. <laughs> Definitely don't train for it here's, or anything. Here's like the bananas thing, Kevin. Yeah. The absolute bananas thing about specifically Mortal Kombat <laughs> is that there are ninjas that can transform into smoke, shoot ice from their like hands, yeah. and come back from the dead and like shoot fire at people. Yeah. Like those are all people in this tournament. And yeah. who beats him? A guy who can sometimes use his key. He can also sometimes turn into a dragon, but yeah. only as a finishing move. <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I feel like that's kind of like a, I a think, hyper hyperbole. I think the weird or maybe thing, a I, metaphor. I think, I think canonically in the new Mortal Kombat yeah. timeline, the champion of Earth is Johnny Cage. Is it? Yeah. Dick well, punches. He, he he also has like some weird power cosmic, some yeah. shadow power or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what I think is funny is that <laughs> there's like these crazy ass things and like who they keep losing to guy who can punch good. Well, there's more crazy ass things that we can talk about, but I think first we should go to commercial. Okay. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by The Circle of Life. You're a young boy. You're having fun. Just off on the prairies. Doing your own thing. Your dad dies. You're raised by a meerkat and a pumbaa. You go back. You kill your uncle. 
you marry your childhood friend, you rule in the place of your father, James Earl Jones. And that is the circle of life. Okay, Kevin. It's a Dinia. It's a Dinia. At, at, like, Eden? Ia. Instead of Eternia. Well, you know why it's a Dinia? Why? Because they wouldn't beat Eternia. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's fair. It also is not Eternia. Yeah. It's the place that has, like, it's, like, ruled by, like, like Sindel, a woman whose main power is shouting. Yeah. Banshee. Like the X-Men? Um... Yeah, except for I think Banshee flew using a shout, at least in the movie he did. Maybe, who knows? It's a weird thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you have the power of shouting! You can fly! You know what? Banshee would fit in with He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except for he wouldn't be called Banshee. He'd be called something like Shout Man. Yeah. Or no, he'd be, Screamer. He'd, he'll, he'd be Yell Lord. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> or, or isn't there gonna be old yeller? Old yeller. <laughs> Remember, the dumber it is, the more likely it is a master of the universe. Yeah, <laughs> man at arms. <laughs> oh, hey, Prince Adam. No, it's not Prince Adam. I'm He Man. <laughs> I am a He Man. That's right. I am the manliest man. Can't you see by my bowl cut <laughs> and my bondage? <laughs> This is what this is what manly men wear. Yes. I'm sure they do. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I'm Skeletor. I think you are in fact a Namby Pamby. <laughs> like the idea that all that all uh Skeletor does really to He-Man is just like you know, insult his masculinity. Yeah. Which for someone like He-Man, I'm sure it's very important. Who calls himself <laughs> He-Man. Well, the funny thing is, is that Prince Adam is really a Nabby Pamby. Uh, yes, that's how he's portrayed, anyways. I mean, yes, yeah. Uh, but he—that's why he called. It, it's definitely one of those things where you're like, where you know, he's definitely compensating. Yeah, he's like, oh no, no, I'm He Man. Oh yeah. Well, if you're so manly, He Man, how come you come to battle on a green cat? <laughs> I like my green cat. You named it Battle Cat. How yeah. lame! I named all my friends. Well, you need better naming. You call that guy Man at Arms. That's not a name. It's a title. He's both How does that make things. you feel, Cody? Yes, I know his <laughs> real name. <laughs> Her name's Evelyn. She chose that name herself. That's right. She identifies as evil. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Now come to my bakery. Um, okay. <laughs> this is not a route I thought we'd be taking on this. <laughs> I mean, the other option is that, like, if there's other dimensions that Earth has to deal with, mm-hmm. which would go more line with Mortal Kombat, because when we were talking about it all being one Earth, yeah. the problem is that there's no way to ignore the fact that a Mortal Kombat tournament happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's right. not a actual division. Yeah. Like, all right, well, a hundred years ago, we were attacked by the Fire Nation. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to be referencing all kids. Curse you, Fire Nation. Those air nomads were peaceful. They didn't plan for war. They, they also, were playing in the clouds. Unfortunately, their one champion, I guess, Aang, was a little boy at the time. Don't worry, he's cool. <laughs> I... Why is Skeletor the narrator of this world? Well, let's be honest. Who wouldn't want to have Skeletor as the narrator of their life? (laughs) 
It would get you motivated. It would. <laughs> Think. You would. You need to get out of bed so you can have breakfast and crush your opponents. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I don't plan on crushing anyone. You will crush the tasks of the day. I can do that, Skeletor. <laughs> Wherever you are. Be your best self. <laughs> I think Motivational Skeletor <laughs> is my new favorite character. <laughs> you do you, because you're the only one who can. <laughs> I don't know why I picture him in, like... Like a cubicle with one of those headsets, just doing his best to like help his clients. You define the success of your life. Choose wisely. <laughs> Thanks, Skeletor. I mean, he's a lot better than those, you know, power cosmic, cosmic power cosmic people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been over them enough. We've I know. Think. We've Skeletor never gets old, but those guys are lame. <laughs> You're lame. Shut up! No, you shut up! You cannot make Skeletor shut up. It is in his job description to speak. Well, I think that if you need to speak to me, we should each take some champions. We'll put him through a bracketed tournament. No, I choose my own worth. Then if if I win, I get to talk to you. And if you win, well, no takesies, backsies. Sorry, what's that? Did you hear something? Because I just heard the wind. Oh, man. I'm going to go get some people to fight for me. We'll see you later. Never return. I think also these power cosmic people like give people time to repair. It's not like the person invades. Like, oh, tournament happens right now. He's like, all right, in 10 years, we will... Re- in ten years, we will reconvene. <laughs> I like how you fused Skeletor with one of them. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> I lost the voice. Hey guys, so hey guys there we go. In like uh, right. the guy talking from the back of the throat. Come in like ten years. Just gonna fight. See, like who's gonna win? Get your champions ready, and then we'll meet back. All right, we'll meet back here in the field. <laughs> Got to rent it out. We'll have this tournament. Yeah, don't worry. Just get ready. You, you, you got someone who can fight? You got a few people? It's going to be fun. We're all going to have fun. I'll bring orange slices. <laughs> got to get that vitamin C. Mom, I need oranges. <laughs> what do you mean they're out of season? <laughs> I need them. <laughs> okay, so let's quickly go over what this world is actually like. <laughs> okay? Well, <laughs> because, because clearly it goes one of two ways. Yeah. One, it goes to... There's a secret organization that trains people specifically to be in these tournaments. I don't know why I would have to. I don't know. Or. Yeah. The whole world is in on it. Well, here's the thing. If it is one planet. Yeah. Then I don't think there's any reason it should be secret. Yeah. Um, Like that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. If it's interdimensional, I can more understand that because then you're going the. uh like the X Files route or the a lot of the the urban fantasy route, where it's like it's better if the general populace doesn't know because it honestly affects them not, almost not at all. Yeah, not enough to yeah. have that panic happen. It only affects them if you lose. Yeah. <laughs> so, so really, you just come and be like, "All right, guys. So here's the thing: we fucked up. <laughs> We're having a tournament. Really strong guy in there. Turns out." 
not as good as we thought he was. Died to a four-armed guy. Uh, just tore him apart. It was, it was brutal. What about transparency in government? Skeletor, you're not even... You don't even go here. You betrayed the trust of the public. <laughs> Rise up, fellow proletariats. <laughs> okay, there's also, I guess, Marxist. Uh, <laughs> and seize the means of production. Hold on, that's not Skeletor, that's Marxator. <laughs> you pull down his hood, just a Karl Marx face. <laughs> oh, I see you found me. <laughs> I'm also Santa Claus. <laughs> I am many things. It's the gig economy. Um, <laughs> I am many. I am many things. And I have many faces. And sometimes they're um. skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, believe in yourself. <laughs> I can't do Russia without doing a little bit of vampire. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I think you don't actually want an entire world of people who are like, we all got to train and like fight so we can win this tournament. You only want a small subsection of your population. Yeah, so I think if we're going to talk about um, interdimensional, we should talk a little bit about a little bit about interdimensional right now. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then yeah, definitely secret society because you know you know Outworld is going to come every hundred years because they yeah. really want Earth. You're going to be like, hey, time for that hundred year tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not going to do the whole invasion thing. We're just going to tell you that in a hundred years we're going to try to invade, which of course means that they're going to come down and they're yeah. going to be like, "Do the tournament," <laughs> and you know this. we're just going to go through the motions because even though those guys are assholes, <laughs> they, the, they make the rules. They are the strongest things in the universe. Yeah, and there's uh, and all universes. That's right. Uh, they, they, there was one for each universe, and somebody introduced them to each other. <laughs> Now they're all together. We just got to deal with it. And meanwhile, people on Earth are like, no, we're fine with the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> this gives us a fighting chance. Yeah. That's really what it's for. It's to give Earth a fighting chance against the overwhelming hordes of yeah. Outworld. Well, that's because they basically have an infinite number of universes that they've already absorbed. I do like that Outworld, which has an infinite number of universes that they absorbed, still, like, when you go to it, just sort of looks like a sandy mess. Yeah, it's shitty there. Yeah, and then then Earth, and Earth is like, I have robot arms. Yeah. I am, and meanwhile, someone else, I am a literal robot. <laughs> This is literally a robot. Yeah, I'm a robot with thought patterns based off of this ninja that died. Yeah, there's two of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. They're they're technically ninjas because there's because there's Cyrax and there's Sector and there's yeah. also I guess Smoke. Smoke is a ninja. Yeah, and he becomes a robot. Oh, does he? Yeah, there's also cyber stuff. There's four of them. <laughs> there are so many times they've just been like, take this ninja, turn him into a robot. Hey. Yay. Ninjas versus robots. Why do that when you can have both? <laughs> anyway, what you got? That guy's got a bow. Stop cool. mixing your genres. <laughs> <laughs> Genre conventions are helpful. Stock characters are important. They let people equally recognize characters in a fast and efficient manner. Like me! Skeletor! And Karl Marx. <laughs> Stock character, Karl Marx. I mean, at this point, kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're reading a book and you're like, he was kind of Karl Marxian. Mm, okay, that, yes. that old thing. Yes, of course. Yes, the Karl Marx. Oh, I see. This person's a fool and this person is a Karl Marx. <laughs> 
You know, you know that old trope when you get like the uh, the RPG party together, and you have the Lancer, and you have the girl, and you have the tech kid, and you have Karl Marx. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I always, that's why he's my favorite Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> character. Yeah, Karl Marx. Yeah, you get him late in the game, and mostly he just wants. He just wants to have the por- the proletariat rise up and, and uh, seize the means of production. Yeah, he's in every Final Fantasy game. Yeah, uh, he's like Sid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Final Fantasy is communism. I like, like, in my head now there's this, like, bracket of characters that just, like, sit around a table in the back of my head. And it's, like, Dr. Manhattan, yeah. Skeletor, yeah. Karl Marx, Sean Connery. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, I am so like weirdly avid tonight. Every single time I think of doing one of our like our character like established character voices, yeah. I have a little panic attack. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> like I can't pull out a Doctor Manhattan right now. <laughs> what I don't even remember what we sound like when we were Doctor Manhattan. We haven't uh, done it in a long time. Um, I think Doctor Manhattan was was like um, <laughs> it's me, Doc. No, that's a, that's a don- that's the the thing of uh, SNL. It's the SNL host. Mm-hmm. Um. He's, he he does sort of something. He's announcing things all the time. Give me something to say as Dr. Manhattan. Um, uh, my pee-pee burns. <laughs> my pee-pee burns. Oh, yeah, that yes, is it. Yes, it's this. Is it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel at home on this planet anymore. Why did it, Why do we need to have a tournament? You know I can just atomize you. It's a little bit of Robert Goulet. It's a little yeah. bit, well, it's a little bit Will Ferrell doing Robert Goulet. <laughs> mm, Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, there's the two Jersey guys. <laughs> we, we we can't. We're not gonna. We can't. We can't spend the tail end of this episode going through old characters. <laughs> no, we can't. I mean, what if those? But it's universes, been so though? long, Kevin. What if the universes <laughs> are all these different characters? I mean, really, what we're doing is we're making some sort of league of extraordinary gentlemen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> sort of league of cool dudes mm, that doesn't sound that great I, extraordinary dudes mm, maybe change the dudes justice league <laughs> yeah okay yeah <laughs> with, with superman flash and alan quartermain <laughs> most known for being a guy with a gun in africa and of course the most famous justice league member Karl marx <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. Okay, so what that means is, is if it's a secret organization, yeah. then life on Earth is pretty normal. Well, yeah, ab- well, I mean, absolutely. Like that's that's the, sort of the thing about uh, the way that the like the Mortal Kombat games. Wait, so are we saying, Kevin? Yeah, because we only have a few minutes to correct course correct if this is what <laughs> we're not we don't want to happen. Yeah, are we saying that the plot of Mortal Kombat makes sense? I mean. When you if you take it if you take a look at it from let's say the viewpoint of a satellite, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, a like, satellite eye view, a satellite eye view. Okay, yeah. At least for the original games, the path that they go on to get to the point that they get to mm-hmm. makes sense, even if we take it and put it on a global scale rather than an interdimensional scale. Yeah, it 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 makes sense. Yeah, one group would slowly like grind out other groups and if another if a cosmic power is able to come in and be like hold on hold on hold on with these last holdouts which is you know either it's like one tribe in this group or 
Earth yeah. and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's give them a fighting chance, which is this Mortal Kombat tournament. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say that that part makes a lot of weirdly logical sense of where it goes. Did not expect this to end up in the same place as Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, like think of it. Think of the interdimensional one. Like, people always do sort of, sort of make fun. And they always, you know, uh, brag about, you know, government conspiracies and things like that. Yeah. But honestly, if, Jeremy, if you knew that every hundred years there was a chance that if this person lost, like, the champion of Earth lost I mean, lost if that was the case, if that was the case, Kevin, we were actually both born in an era that probably that 100 years was. Yeah. Right? Like, if we're talking every century, because yeah. that's probably what the calendar would be based around. Well, yeah, yeah. You, z- zero would be the first tournament. Yeah. 100 years after that. Yeah. Then, yeah, we, we would have we been So we probably would have, like, some people from our generation would have been selected to go through, like, intense training to fight in this tournament. Yeah. And think of how much that would screw up, like... Society, you would have you would have doomsdayers, yeah, like, like more than we already have. You would have one because there's an honest chance. Like if that guy just loses in the tournament against, let's say, a demon from hell, yeah, uh, <laughs> the demon from hell is on different ones. Uh, but that would explain why, also in the Mortal Kombat world, which I guess they have magic, we don't. Yeah, um, they have like ninja societies in you know 2017 yeah because you need them because you need them <laughs> like you you like it each nation needs to essentially have their own champion and they all join in together yeah it's really weird how this tur- these tournament runners do go like oh you're you're both from earth well you're gonna fight each other but don't worry you don't have to kill each other <laughs> but we th- think you should it's pretty fun <laughs> Like, ah, the <laughs> ultimate bourgeoisie, <laughs> the eternal judges. <laughs> I mean, there's like Kano, who is a, you know, drug dealer, like a drug dealer criminal with a laser eye. Yeah, because he made a deal to get a laser eye so he could keep on being a sweet ass criminal. And if he wins, does he win for Earth? No. So, yeah. So he is fighting for Outworld. Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's just. Why are they fighting each other if the like why is it a bracket tournament? Because it's supposed to be the strongest person who wins, Kevin. Also, we like grudge matches. Maybe you don't like that person. <laughs> we watched Rocky Four. We liked it. <laughs> we I don't know, maybe you got a crush on somebody and want to prove your might to them. In a gladiatorial ring of a fight to the death. Maybe at the end, instead of a fatality, you kiss them on the mouth. Yeah. We're looking for love in the strangest of places. Maybe you turn them into a baby. <laughs> That'd be pretty weird. You can do it, though. I like the idea that, like, the finish thems, the fatalities and the babalities yeah. and, like, the friendships and stuff. Yeah. Are all the eternal judges just being like, let's add another option. <laughs> all right, here's the thing. If you can, th- if you do this with certain set of moves, <laughs> we will allow you to turn your opponent into a baby. And then you are forced to take care of that baby. <laughs> you have to raise that baby as your own. And every hundred years, <laughs> that baby will fight you. <laughs> what? And then one day that baby will succeed you. <laughs> <laughs> you one of us is... Carl's is Marxist Skeletor. 
Karl Marx's Skeletor. <laughs> Marx is his middle name. He goes by it sometimes. Karl Marx Skeletor. Karl Marx Skeletor. <laughs> like how it could have been Karl Skeletor Marx, but you went the other way. No. <laughs> no Skeletor is clearly his last name. Yeah. Just like just like in He-Man, Skeletor is his last name. And his first name. Yeah. He's Skeletor. This is a Jumpman Ske- jump situation. Yeah, he's Skeletor Skeletor. Mario Jumpman Mario. Yeah. He's like the Skeletor Hank Skeletor, but oh, okay, uh, he doesn't want to go by that name. Oh, who like, would want to go fight by Hank? Well, not because he doesn't like Hank, but, but Hank was like his dad's name. Yeah, it's not him. Got along with his dad yeah. very well. It's like a family name. Yeah. Skeletor is not a family name, weirdly enough. No, it's not. No, that's the name. It's like, what if we name our son Skeletor? But that seems kind of weird. We're all flesh beings. Well, I mean, but he's a skeleton. <laughs> I mean, look at him. I mean, not from the body down. Yeah, aren't people just going to make Terminator jokes? I don't know. Hey, look at that buff baby. <laughs> look at that buff baby with a skull head. <laughs> we name. <laughs> look, Janice, we name our son Skeletor, and his middle name will be Hank. Okay, fine. <laughs> but I get to choose what he wears. He's going to wear a cloak, purple clothes. <laughs> All purple. He's going to be purple-themed. All purple. All the time. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it sticks with him. <laughs> we were somewhere else before we went there. And for the life of me, I cannot remember. Uh, well, I mean, we're talking about how life on Earth wouldn't really change that much. No, right? no not if you can keep it If you can keep it a secret. And then. you could keep it a secret. If something only happens once every 100 years and it's like... It, it would be either magic or technology so advanced it'd be indistinguishable from magic that yeah. allows these cross-dimensional boundaries to be crossed, right? Yeah. So there's not something that the scientific community will catch on to until, like, the far, far future. And at that point, it might not matter because you might have lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean by doomsdayers, is that, that like... I mean, there's people now that if they hear that, you know, like, oh, man, this, you know, this could happen to the world. Like, all right, that's it. Burn it down. Yep. They're like, 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 like don't even try. Just burn it down. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So if, if, if someone's like, yeah, every hundred years we're, we try to get invaded by or the, this place called Outworld tries to invade our world. Then we have to send out a fighter to do it. You're going to get people who are just like, it's not even worth it. Let's just, let's just die. And then you're also going to have some of the people being like, hey, we got guns. Let's invade them. <laughs> And then the other person has to come down and be like, no, there's there's like there's like five billion of us and there's like 70 trillion of them. And they're all just sad and angry at us. Yeah. So that's they, bad. But do they have guns? <laughs> I mean, we're America. We've never lost a war before. I mean, one of them does. <laughs> there is a cowboy <laughs> in the newest one. Who I think is might not be from Outworld, but I don't think he's from Earth. Mm. Um, and he does have two single action revolvers. Oh, excellent! So I don't know about the other people. I can tell you, he has a, he has two guns. He's two slow firing. Okay, guns. okay, gun guy, come over here for a second. I just want to show you something. Here's a picture. Howdy. <laughs> Here's a picture. What is it? What, what's on this picture? There's a man on this picture. You see how he's metal jutting out of his skull? Yeah, yes. he, can, he can shoot lasers out of his eye. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> yeah, that's better than your shitty gun. I have a sand grenade. That's not even a real grenade. It has sand in it. It uh, will hurt you. That's a beanbag. I have guns. <laughs> <laughs> and I wear a mask. <laughs> it's me, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. 
and I'm entering this fighting tournament. That's right, for martial artists. <laughs> I hear I'll be going up against a guy named Goro. He's got four arms. What do you mean I can't use weapons? <laughs> no, Jeremy, you can very much I use know. weapons. There I are know. no rules in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's, so, you know, Luke Kang comes around and he's like, I got my fist. And this guy comes in and he's like, I literally have a gun. Like, one of the fighters is a guy named Stryker. Stryker. No. Striker is a police officer. Oh, okay. He has a gun. Oh, I see. And a baton. Oh, uh, very effective. Like, he's he's also not really a... Like, he's somehow... He, he's just he's just a police officer with a gun. Like, he just... He's, well, he's, he's swole, though, right? He, I mean, they're all swole, Come Jeremy. Come join us in Eternia! <laughs> yeah, of course he's swole. <laughs> well... <laughs> We'll call you gunman. <laughs> I will call you peace officer. I have a name. Your name is now peace officer. My name's Stryker. Really? That's like your real name. <laughs> Listen, just let Prince Adam name you. You can be on his side or my side. Tell you what, if you're on my side, you can be called Death Striker. <laughs> So, so we didn't really come up with a concrete world in this well, one. Well, we did. It's just Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so either we have Mortal Kombat on a global scale or not, or an interdimensional scale, which is yeah. just Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Or we talked about if it, if it was not done that way. Like, the reason why they would keep it a secret is because if they didn't... There would be chaos. It would. It would. It would honestly be chaos. You'd have too many defeatists. Like like Earth well, has too you many. Have, def- you would have defeatists, but you would also have those people who'd be like, "Well, I'm the strongest person in the world. I'm the best fighter, so I should be in charge because this happens." You, you'd have that. and Kevin. Yeah. You do not want the person who is the best fighter to be in charge. <laughs> there's there's actually I think. In certain times, like in, in the in the later iterations of Mortal Kombat, they make Liu Kang so much more of like a jerk character. Yeah. Because he was raised to be like a oh, fighter. I'm, he just yeah. fights. That's well, all he does. And also also he was raised with a big ego. I am the champion of Earth. I'm gonna save Earth. Yeah. And I and I think one I think in the newest timeline, Raiden is like, No, you you you're not. You can't be because like So in the new timeline of Mortal Kombat, Raiden sent Raiden from Armageddon, or um, the yeah, Armageddon, sent himself like sent back in time his con- not his consciousness, but like a vision of all the of Mortal Kombat two to Armageddon. Okay, he sent those games back to himself in, in Mortal Kombat, yeah. and he was like, "Oh man, what what happened in there?" This guy named Meat. Got mocap? He's just a mocap guy. This is weird. I can't do this. <laughs> um, and then decided that the, that the best thing to do was to, you know, make a different choice. Yeah. Which I think was to have Johnny Cage win. I can't. I don't know. I haven't played much of the new ones. Um, but but Luke Kang got super upset that he wasn't like, you know, I'm supposed to be the champion of Earth, and now you're keeping me from my destiny. So he's just a big douchebag. Yeah. So you would get that. You get those things. You would absolutely get those things. You would get a bunch of conflict, too, because it turns out that when there's a bunch of experts who are all skilled, it's kind of like a coin toss to say who's actually the best. I mean, also, you get the um, you'll you I feel like you'll get the actual thing where like when which you get in a lot of 
you know, these movies of life or death things where someone's ego gets ahead of them and they're like, no, no, I'm the best fighter on the earth. So if I just sabotage all the other fighters. Yeah, if I kill him in my match, it proves that I'm the best. Well, not, not in your, not even oh, in your before, match. Yeah, yeah if, if I just like poison him, then I'll be able to beat him, which proves I'm the best. Yeah. Like you'll get things like that. Yeah, which is not conducive to winning a Mortal Kombat tournament. No, no, because that'll be cheating in those. Uh, in the Wait, are we are, are we saying that Earth is the only one that's left because they're the only ones who succeeded in keeping the system secret? Uh, it's seemingly possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw the other world. One is order. One is chaos. Yeah, there's Edin Ed Edinia Edinia. Yeah, there's Edinia. Yeah, and then there's Eternia. <laughs> I mean, Eternia is untouchable. Yeah. The Outworld doesn't even try with Eternia. You can't touch this. Shao Kahn came in and be like, uh, Shao Kahn looks a lot like He-Man. He does. <laughs> Just wearing a skull on his head. He's like, my son. He's like, no, I'm He-Man. <laughs> he looks like if He-Man killed Skeletor and wore his skull as a hat. Wait, is Outrealm Eternia? Did He-Man go bad? <laughs> oh, man. Kevin, my childhood. Well, hey, if you like that uh, that talk about your childhood, if you like that very 90s episode, <laughs> except for the little diversion into Avatar, which yeah. was not 90s. No, it was not. As much as I think I talked to one person who thought it was. They're like, I like, I like new 90s shows, like Avatar. I'm like... Not, not 90s. No, not just animated from your childhood, not, yeah. not 90s. If you like all of that, please leave us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Uh, or tell somebody that you think might enjoy it as well. Yeah. And tell somebody you love them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell somebody you love them. Only yeah. if you actually love them, though. Yeah. And don't, if you don't lie about that shit. No, no. Be, be serious about it. And if and if you love us, you could tell us on things like Twitter. You get us individually. I'm at Sean Man K Weir. And I'm at Mighty Thews. And if you have any suggestions or requests for a series or a topic, uh, you can tweet at us together at Third Space Cast. You can also send us an email at uh, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our websites at thirdspacepodcast.com, where you can see our episodes that are over 100 episodes ago. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Apple Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where we discover Kevin's had amnesia all along. What? Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Who are you? Who are you?